Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Yay! Thank you guys for being here. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022, and this is episode number 425 of Barry on Deck. I also thought this might be the last. What's up to all the Raiders from We Bet ATS? Thank you to Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabeld. Appreciate you guys. Where's Jerry Bow? Jerry's going to be joining me at 315 today. Special guest in the house today. I've been trying to get guests lined up every Wednesday. Today's guest will be none other than Jerry Bow from We Bet ATS. Uh, odd takes him and Aaron Rabel doing a great job over there. I thought today might be the last show. Um, Fidel said, damn it, YouTube starting lagging on me. I'm going to abort and watch the replay at home. Okay, well, that sucks. Oh, God, I hate when this does this. Every fucking time i don't know why this can't get its shit straight and fixed i think it's because i switch back and forth between sports right and whatever else there you go there it is okay jesus christ what a day what a day i gotta tell you i thought today might be the last day of the show what's up rossetti i thought today might be the last day of the show I'm not gonna lie usually when i go live on youtube when i fire it up and create the uh What's it called? Yes, 3.15 Central, Aggie Milkman. 3.15 Central Time. 3.15. Um, but usually when I start YouTube, there's, you know, I'll get 10, 12 people as soon as I create the placeholder for the live show for like five minutes. Nobody. I was like, uh-oh. Well, they've said fuck it. They're not. They're sick of, the sh- sick of my shit. They're not doing the show anymore. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is it. This is, I'm going to. Shut everything down and get my laptop and go sit on the couch and get my resume together and go back to the corporate world. But uh, we have a show. We have a we have a quorum. We have we have enough people now to do a show. It's a weird. It's a it's a slow day. I don't know if if the here's the crazy thing. Uh, it says we're all waiting for Twitch to start. We're ready for the big move. Well, I appreciate that, Cherry. Thank you. I I, I do think that that there is a uh, there is this correlation though between. And and this is the God's honest truth, and this is just me talking out loud. But I I think sometimes, you know, when when I first started, I was literally the only one doing this, and now there's so many and so many choices and so much. And I'm saying by me, I mean the people that you guys, the deckhead community, former suspects, ESPN people, all that. Um, I think there's so many choices now, and they all kind of run into each other, and you guys are having to find what you want. So I, I, and I certainly understand that. And, but I'm just like, okay, this is definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot of things at play now. So it's, it's really interesting, uh, to kind of see the dynamic of everything happening. So I do think, um, it's good for everybody as a whole, but I think it certainly can, uh, 
I think it certainly can make things, uh, it can dilute things a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works. We're going to figure it out, though. It's good. Yeah, what's up with, uh, oh, I was like, what is Aggie Milkman yelling at Cherry for? But she's like, you're hot. Okay. There you go. Hey, we got a good show plan for you. Today's a Whisker Wednesday. I've got two more animals for you to adopt if you live here in H-Town, courtesy of Special Pals and Penguin Katie. Jerry Bow's going to join me at 315. We've got a lot of things to discuss, but as we always do, let's start with... The greatest dickhead in the history of the world. Yeah, let's go. Y'all know who it is. My dog Flip was the first one in. It was a while. I was worried. I was like, well, I guess there's no no greatest today, but my dog Flip got into Alan Denson Congo blocking, so there's the there's the end of an era for Flip being the greatest decade in the history of the world. But he's in, he's early, and I appreciate you, man. You can see it was me, Flip, and Alan Denson hanging out for a hot second. Uh, but Flip, my dude, you, not only are you a fantastic uh, meme maker on Twitter. You are the greatest decade in the world, at least for the next two hours. And then it's just regular ass flip. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Nobody really knows. Nobody really cares. Uh, <laughs> Flips it. I refreshed twice and was still first. Yeah, that's how it goes. That's uh, that is certainly how it goes. Listen, if you're tuning in on YouTube, get ready. Our last show will be Monday of next week, and then we will officially be 100% on Twitch. So make sure. If you have not already, get an account created over there on Twitch. You can watch without an account, I believe, but it always helps. You'll get notifications when I go live and all the other things. I'll still be uploading to Twitch, I mean to YouTube, so make sure if you're here on YouTube and you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe. I uploaded a clip from Monday show where my mom gave us her most embarrassing moment of a push the button. Uh, so there's that. Oh, Rossetti, dang, it's 9.15 at night over there. It's Spain. This is the dinner hour. Spain, like in Spain, y'all work like four hours a, a, a day, right? You like, you work two hours, you take like a six hour nap, then you work two hours, and then everybody goes home. It's pretty dope. Barry, who's your barber? My barber is uh, Jason Rowland, who owns Current Cuts. He's the, this, uh, he's the barber to the stars is what he is. And uh, nah, he, uh, he cuts a lot of athletes hair. I met J-Row through Joel Blank from ESPN Radio and when he and I did a show together. Joel introduced me to J-Row because I was I was cutting my hair myself and then I was looking for somebody that could do it for me and uh, J-Row hooked it up so and by the way I know it looks like it leans a little bit like this way but that's just because my whole thing is crooked because I have a fisheye wide angle lens so that's why my nose is crooked and my hairline it has nothing to do with the fact that I was born weird it's totally what it is uh, all right let's get to the show let's get to these sports headlines for oh did I make the slide I don't even know if I made the slide for today. Did I? Uh, it looks like it. Oh, yeah. Let's try it. All right. Here's your sports headlines for the hell was that? Uh, by the way, thanks again to um, Aaron Raybould and, Jer and Jerry Bow for the raid. Much appreciated. I just heard a, like a frang. I don't know what the hell that was. Uh, I like your long hair, Barry. My hair's not long, buddy. <laughs> Um, what the hell? I just, I swear I heard a thing. 
Oh, thank you for doing the the shout out, Matt Poche. Very much appreciated. I don't know what that noise was. There was like a really loud noise. I don't know what it was. All right, topics for today's show include we're gonna do a little sports headlines. Let me get back to this so it's not weird. Do a little sports headlines. Um, you know, give you some thoughts on those. Gonna talk a little bit about Kobe had a a, a a basketball card sell, and the number is ridiculous. Uh, Zion's in hot water with a former teammate. Matthew Stafford finally spoke about his. Oh, Reaction of photographer falling off the stage. The USFL had their draft. They've the gamblers have their quarterback, so we can discuss all that. I've got some non-sports. I got a ton of non-sports stuff, including Kanye and 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 Kim, and um, some links to some different stories. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Well, uh, we got a we got a pretty good show. Pretty good show. We got an okay show. It's, it's gonna be all right. It's uh, I got it's uh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, and then don't forget, Jerry Bow joins me at 3.15. So there you go. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. The Panthers are reportedly still interested in Deshaun Watson. I saw an article that talked about the Bucks as well and how the Bucks had better figure out what they're going to do at quarterback or else things could go south pretty quickly for them. I would think that the Bucks would be a pretty good landing spot. If Deshaun wanted to be in Miami, he probably wants to be in Tampa as well. Remember, I told you, based on sources I have that are very close to him, <clears throat> Uh, he wants to be in a warm weather city, period. End of story. That's always been the case. These discussions of Philly and Denver, eh, take it for what you want, but he definitely wants to be in a warm weather city. So Tampa might make some sense. Carolina might make some sense. Probably he's not going to Miami anymore. Um, we'll see. Wait, you, you got the links to what about Kim? What? No, we're just going to discuss a story. Kanye's got some demands of Kim Kardashian and uh, shut up. <laughs> T-Mac. Jerk. <clears throat> I live. Uh, Rossetti lives in Santander in the north of Spain. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. The Packers and Devontae Adams still haven't discussed a new deal. I think they're obviously waiting to see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. I think Devontae Adams wants to see what happens to Aaron Rodgers. Probably wants to go where Aaron goes. That is probably a discussion that is being had. Whoever Aaron will talk to will be like, well, do you have enough salary cap space for my guy? I want to bring him in as well. So we don't know. We'll see. But right now, according to sources, the Packers and Devontae Adams have not had any meaningful discussions about a new deal. Mark Stein said Dennis Schroeder not going to be bought out by the Rockets. I think that they like some of what he's done. He's a he's a decent leader, showing some of the new kids how to act. I know he talked about his role and said, look, my job is to come in here and teach these guys how to take care of their body, how to study film, how to prepare, how to, how to be a professional NBA player, and I don't mind doing that. He doesn't have to take less money. He gets to prove himself and get a long-term deal, which he's going to need to make a lot of money. So uh, I think he, he looks at this as an opportunity to elevate his numbers statistically. Uh, make himself look better and hopefully get a bigger long-term deal than the one he screwed up in LA. Um, so don't expect Dennis Schroeder to be bought out. It'll be a rocket at least for the rest of the season. Ben Simmons is expected to be ready to play for the Nets in the near future. A lot of people think he still could be eyeing that Philly game. What is that? March 3rd. What is the uh, Nets schedule? Let's see what that is. They play the Sixers. Uh, I can't find it. Where the hell is their full schedule at? Let's see. Uh, March 10th. Yeah, so March 10th. So 
A lot of people think that that might be he, he he might at least be back by then, but that might be his debut game. I if I'm him, I want a couple of games uh, before I play the Nets. If that's a revenge game for me, because I want to knock some of the rust off. So what's up, Walt? All right, let's get to the chat. I didn't do that. I just jumped into the greatest deckhead and did the headlines. But uh, let's get to the chat party, people, shall we? Here's what it looks like. Flip was first. Alan Denson was second. Barry on sports was third, and that's literally the entire first page of the chat was the three of us jerking each other off for a few minutes. Uh, and then AJB showed up and ruined the orgy. But Aaron J. Bryant, thank you for being here, buddy. Terrence, what's up, famo? Good to see you. Fidel, thank you. Uriel Villanueva, good to have you in the chat, my friend. Eric Resendez, what's up, pal? Keith Sager is here, Mr. Lontalk himself. Rudolph Rodriguez with the message of the century. As always, I still love it. I still appreciate it and preach it. Sanitize, wash your hands, social distance, back up, wear your mask, don't be gross. Did y'all know we're in, a, in, in line for a fourth round of shots, possibly? They haven't decided yet. I told my wife, I said, look, babe, I'm trying to be a good soldier in this fight against Corona, and I'm trying to be... You know, oh yeah, we can do it. We're 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 we can do it. Sorry, I was going. Uh, I'm I'm trying to be that. You know, yay! I'm so sick of it. I just fine. If I got to get a four shot, I'll get a four shot. But God, I'm just so over all of it. It's it's on my nerves. My last nerve. Fidel said this paint thinner is getting to me. Well, enjoy the trip, buddy. Dimata, what's up, fam? Demata said, you know, it's supposed to rain on Sunday and be really cold. Yeah, I may be out on golf if that's the case. If it's going to be cold and rainy, I don't want to golf in that. So I'm still going to ask Nora, but if that's the case, I may be out. What's up, Cisco? Hi from hi, buddy. Thank you for being here. Uh, good to see you, man. Hope things are going well. I hope uh, all of the things that I've seen you've been working on are coming to fruition. So that's dope. John Dory, what's up, fam? CC. Cece said, may I please wish you a decky day? I love you, Cece. Thank you for being here. Heartthrob, what's up, Philip Bernard? Fun wrestling talk last night on Sports Riot. Halsey, what's up, dude? Good to see you. Uh, there's Flip. There's Alex Villanueva and Jared Taylor. What up, fam? Terrence is here. Christopher Reyes, no bean. Did I not start it? Yeah, it started. It's over there. Yeah, Jared Taylor, Eric Resendez, Titan Hugo, Christopher Reyes, all over there on the pod beans. I know you're by the name of the soccer teams. These shots will never end. I know, Chris. I'm so sick of it, by the way. I really am. I am so sick of it. But what's up to everybody listening on Podbean? If you want to listen live, download the Podbean app. You can do that. Sing and fly. What's up, fam? Truck driver, Pookie, Aggie Milkman, Perry Jones. What's up, P? P Jizzy? Okay. I still don't like that. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what happened at the beginning of the show. It got weird, though. Kind of sucked. I, hit, I think I hit the wrong button. What's up, Cherry? How are you? Jay Jensen. Uh, Amray. That's so weird. I think that's Aaron Raybold, but Amraybold, it's, I don't know. Is your middle name M, Aaron? Is that what that is? I don't know how that works. What's up, Rossetti? Good to see you, buddy. T-Mac, thank you for being here. Uh, Tony the Handsome, you handsome son of a bitch. Play at the Wanda. What is the Wanda? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. Uh, who else is here? I'm trying to get everybody in before we really kick the show off. What's up, Potch? Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a good mod. VB, what's up? Rossetti, what city are you in? Just curious. Walt, my peoples, how are you? All right, I think we got everybody. Shelby! Your hair looks good, Barry. Thank you, Shelby. Went and got a cut today every two weeks. You know what sucks, man? Ever since I lost my job, I used to get my hair cut every week on Wednesday. I would go in the morning, get my hair cut, and then go to the studio and do my radio show and be ready to go for TV every week. And now I had to cut back 
Uh, J-Roll raised his prices a little bit. My salary and income lowered, so you had to cut back on. So now it's good for about four days, and my hair grows crazy fast. So then I just look like uh, like I have an afro. What's up, Quinn? What's up, Josh? What's up, Hooligan? Valley Grower, how are you? Thank you for being here. It's good to see everybody. Uh, not rescheduled to rain. Not res- not scheduled to rain. And the high is sixty one. Oh, is that true? Okay. Well, then maybe sixty degrees. Shut up, Dimana. Okay. Well, I might be in for that. That that's that's fine. Houston barbecue cook off. Oh, that is. That's random. Mister Destructoid. Also, very random. What was that? Why did that just go? That didn't even pop up, did it? Oh, I think it popped up in the bottom. What was that? Josh, thank you for the super chat, my friend. Am I the only one who's thirsty? Time for a drink. <sighs> you know you ain't got to tell me twice. Barry, you're disrespectful to my afro. Look, you left off pussy. <laughs> Shut up, CC. Josh, thank you, buddy, for the super chat. I appreciate you more than you know, my friend. More than you know, which is why I drink in your honor and your honor only. I'm just kidding. I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. You guys have me worried. I was like, oh, shit. No show today. No one's here. Uh, Thank you for being here. I love you, Josh. I love you, you big, scary-looking teddy bear. Cheers. Uh. Oh, man. Uh. Uh. Oh, really? Cherry said I haven't had a haircut in eight months. It's way overdue. Shelby says expensive. It is getting more expensive. I think, yeah. It's gone up quite a bit. Um, it's gone up quite a bit. Uh, but, you know, when you get a good barber, you know, you got to pay the cost. You pay the cost to be the boss is what they say. I don't know what that means. I was talking to J-Row today. I was like, hey, man, I need some tips on motivation. I need all of you. All right, let's get to this real quick. I need all of you to give me your tips on how to get motivated. I I don't know if it's sleep. I don't know if it's depression. Uh, I don't know if it's exhaustion. I don't know if it's I'm old and fat and lazy. I don't know why I cannot, for the life of me, get motivated to lose weight and do all the things that I need to do from a physical perspective. I just can't do it. I don't know what it is. I can't eat right. I had Chick-fil-A today and ate way more than I should have. I can't go run. I can't do it. Uh, Virginia Button, we said, I'd recommend a CPAP. I just don't want, is that true though, VB? There's like hair on my camera, by the way, guys. I'm sorry about that. It's driving me nuts. I want the, I want the CPAP they put in your body. Food is good, Amos. That's very true. I want the CPAP that they put in <laughs> naked pictures of Paige Van Zandt. Aggie Milkman, I'm going to be honest with you. She doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. Paige Van Zandt, not a fan. I've never eat all of the, of all of the hot MMA girls. And by the way, hot MMA girls are like hot NASCAR girls. They're only hot because of the sport they're in. Right? If, if uh, Danica Patrick, she's the NAS, she's a, she's a NASCAR. Is it NASCAR? No. She's, we'll just say she's a racing eight and a, and a everyday three. Ronda Rousey is an MMA six and an everyday two, right? Like Paige Van Zandt, MMA nine, everyday four. It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. 
I could be wrong. Virginia Buttweed swears by a CPAP. I just don't want to sleep with all the fucking wires and the. I want the one they implant in your body and then you just go boop and it starts your CPAP. I want to do that. Richard Vales, buddy, I haven't seen you in a hot second, man. Thanks for being here. Paige Van Who? Paige Van Zant. Paige Van Zant. Go look that up. Uh, here, I'll find a picture of her for you. Paige Van Zant. Here, I'll get you. This is this is who they all. I mean, like, okay, this is all right. So I'm gonna show you an MMA picture of her. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna do it this way. Let's see. Save image as shows 23. I have way more files than I need. Page Van Zant. Copy this over. Graphics. So here's Page Van Zant right here. So that is Paige Van Zandt. Like I said, MMA, she's a, she's an eight, right? She's an MMA eight, but she's probably like a four in the streets. Now there's some, there's some more flattering pictures of her. I guess I'll, I'll pull one of those up just so you guys can not think I'm just being, uh, but that's her, but that's her. Uh, so here's her sports illustrated swimsuit issue picture. Let me save that. Hold on. Save. Okay. And then I'll, I'll populate this. Now I'm just going to look like a weirdo with all these on with all of this shit on both sides of me. I'm going to look like a creep, but you know, I am. I'm kind of a creep anyway, so it's whatever. I'm in a I'm in a page sandwich. So this is Paige Van Zant. Okay, right. Like I said, MMA season eight, nine. All right, maybe a five in the streets. I'll give her a five. But that's, that's, there you go. Uh, better page, page sporanic golf. Yeah, I'm going to go Van Zant. No, I don't know. <laughs> Cherry said, nah, she's hot. So Trevor Pookie got weird and acted like she was a snack. Ariane Celeste, the ring girl on MMA, is gorgeous. Yeah, but she's a ring girl, she's a model. She's not a fighter. She's not an athlete. She's a, she's a, she, the, the most she does, is she walks around with a card. Hey guys, in case you guys can't count. Cause you're all fucking idiots. It's round two. Oh, you guys like my new lock screen. I'm going with the new motif for the show. I got the new, uh, the new lock screen going. Truck driver Pookie says, I'm gonna get a mop. She makes my basement flow. She averages out to a six. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It's not bad. I don't know who she is. Googling. Okay. Google. Celio, what part of town are you in? Celio said, you should do a home sleep test. I did. Before you just go out and buy a CPAP. And PVZ is really, is real world hot. Not just MMA hot. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Shelby said she's pretty hot. Okay. What's up, Ray? Hadn't seen you in a hot minute in here. Thanks for being here, buddy. That's Ronnie Van Zant, not Paige Van Zant. <laughs> Seven thirteen hookah says she sounds like the drummer for Leonard Skinner. No. <laughs> What's up, Dre? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Damn, if she's a six, I'm a foot. <laughs> CC, you are crazy. Oh my god, you're so funny. 
She like I, I don't know. I'm just I'm picky, I guess. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm also just not saying that that's great. There's 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 also there's Photoshop and staging and all of those things that go into making a sports illustrated swimsuit photo. And then there's, yeah, we don't give a shit about none of that because it's the UFC. Go stand over there looking like you always look and take this picture for the fight photos. I mean, there's, there's, there's fantasy and there's reality. And somewhere in the middle, it's fine. I'm not saying she's a dog. I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm just saying if she was an actress, we wouldn't be like, hottest three actresses on the planet, Paige Van Zandt. That's all I'm saying. You guys don't, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, not attacking her by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, oh, I almost didn't email. Um, almost forgot to email him. Uh, 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 where's my guest cam at? <gasps> did I delete my overlay for interviews? I think I did. Oh, that's, t- oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Whew. I was like, oh, shit. I just deleted my overlay for interviews. I didn't. Let me you know, open up my call manager so I can email this to Jerry Bo. Sorry, guys. I totally forgot to do this. And Jerry Bo is going to be my guest today on the program. So uh, got to make sure that I do this. I, like I said, I almost forgot. That's not good. Um. All right. I'll be sure and fire that off at, uh, at 3 o'clock. Okay, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, Carrie Underwood's hot. Carrie Underwood's hot. She looks like a Mongo Jenna Rhodes. Okay. Amos said, she aight. Ah, exactly. She's not ugly. She aight. She aight. All right. Uh, let's do this story. It's a pretty cool story. I, I'm not a, I don't collect anymore. If you guys are collectors, ball cards or anything like that, she's no cyborg. Okay. I'm going to need you to calm down, guy who jerks off to muscle mag chicks. Uh, Kobe Bryant's latest basketball card. Not latest, but Kobe Bryant's the latest basketball card sold at auction. A super rare Kobe card netted a fortune, they said. $2 million. It's rated as an 8.5 out of 10. The world's most trusted source in collecting Beckett. I don't know why I just gave him a free pitch. <sighs> card is a 97-98 Metal Universe Precious Metal Gems piece. It's one of the rarest Black Mama cards in existence. It's numbered to 100, although only 10 of the Emerald version were ever made, and with an 8.5 grade, it's still in ridiculously good condition. Officials at PWCC Marketplace, which brokered the sale, tell us the historic sale went down last week, saying it's an all-time record for a Kobe card. Two million dollars for a basketball card made of cardboard it's more desirable than even a kobe bryant rookie card or kobe bryant autograph they said front of the card features a still image of bryant donning his number eight laker jersey and passing the basketball with flair on the back it's got him and his stats the precious metal gems variants are arguably the most desired insert cards in the entire world it's crazy to me. These sets these set the tone for the insert marketing game going forward. No word on who the buyer is, but something tells us he's pretty rich. Yeah, you think? You spent $2 million on a card? $2 million. 
That's wild. Aggie Milkman said Beckett rips people off. They still have a Mickey Mantle $2 million card. I stopped buying Beckett a lot. I guess when I got out of the business, like, no, I wasn't in the business, but when I stopped collecting, I used to get a monthly subscription to Beckett and look at all my cards. And I was so nerdy, I would go through and write down all my cards in a log and update their values. And I was like, man, somebody should make an app. So then this was back before smartphones existed. So I got, I downloaded Access and I made an Access database of all my cards and their prices. It was I think I spent more time just messing with the database than I actually did the cards. That's how nerdy I was. Wild. Um Walt says it's expensive because Kobe was actually passing the ball. Oh, come on. Walt, take a lap, buddy. Take a lap. That's a good ass joke right there. That's a really good joke, Walt. You take a lap, young man. That's uh That was well done indeed. You could buy so many tacos with two million dollars. Yeah. You could buy like a million two 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 for a dollar tacos. Oh, you could buy two million. So you could buy four million tacos with two million dollars. That's a lot of tacos. I hate to see the prices for MJ products when he's gone, right? That's pretty wild. I met Cyborg before the Dos Santos came three card. Yeah. Uh, firm handshake she's got, huh? Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm good. I took a screenshot of the card and put NFT on it. Uh, however that works. <laughs> Tony, that's great. <laughs> Uh, just click. That's an NFT. Somebody give me eighty bajillion dollars for it. Two million dollars for a basketball card. Unbelievable. The rarest of the rare, they say. <coughs> Whatever. Not a COVID cough, by the way. My wife thought. My wife tried to tell me I had COVID because I had uh, yesterday and this morning I had a killer headache, and um, I had I had the headache yesterday before the show started. Had a headache through the show all night through sports riot just felt awful did woke up this morning at about three in the morning with a headache and she was up already it's crazy couldn't get rid of it and then so i took literally like sinus i took mucinex and tylenol and a zyrtec she was like if you wake up before you go to the barbershop with a headache you need to just stay home and get a covid test i was like damn she goes because if it don't go away by then you probably have covid i was like okay and then I woke up to go to the barbershop at 9.30 this morning, no headache. So I was like, yes, COVID-free, undiagnosed. But uh, By the way, can I give a shout-out to my barber, J-Row, going through some shit, buddy? I love you, man. I, I, uh, I, hope, uh, I hope everything's going to be okay for you guys. And uh, my heart goes out to you and your family. Um, so I'm thinking about you. I want you to know that. And I hope that the chat will show some love to J-Row. Friend of the show, he pops in on occasion. And uh, yeah, he's one of us. So uh, hope you're hope you're well, uh, Jero. I hate getting sick nowadays because everything leads to COVID. And it does make you feel like that, right? I do a whole bit on stage about it, uh, about thinking you have COVID and just blaming it on allergies. So, uh, all right, let's get to hold on, shit. Jared Taylor said I googled the Paige Van Zant chick. Didn't see a bad photo. She's hot. Okay. I'm down, Jared. You just sound desperate. 
COVID is the redheaded stepchild of the sick family. It kind of is. It kind of is. Demon said I got COVID back in January. Felt like shit for five days. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss, right? Some people asymptomatic. Some people feel like shit. Never can tell. Okay, let's talk about what time is it? It is two forty one. Let's do this. Let's do our Whisker Wednesday, so that I can show you the beautiful, wonderful, amazing animals. That I have available for you, courtesy of Special Pals. Now, these animals that I'm about to show you, first of all, Penguin Katie, who used to be a friend of the show. She's no longer with us anymore. I miss Katie so much. <laughs> she didn't die. She just doesn't come around anymore. She's busy. She apparently found a life and a job or whatever. And, uh, slowly but surely, you guys are leaving. Everybody's getting jobs. This is unacceptable. Uh, anyway, special, she works special pals and they are open, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 PM for adoptions. All of the animals at special pals come fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered up to date on the flea and heartworm prevention medications. Adoption fees range from 80 to $250. All you gotta do is go to specialpals.org. That's specialpals.org. And you can see all of the amazing animals they have for adoption. For example... This is Mary Puppins, and if you are looking for it, what's up, Prompts? Prom Inc., Prom 1NX, I, I always messed it up. Prom Inks, what's up, Prom? I'm just going to start shortening everything. What's up, Prom? I don't know how to pronounce y'all's fancy names. Prom, I hadn't seen you in a hot minute, man. Thanks for being here. This is Mary Puppins. Mary Puppins is available for adoption over at Special Pals. Mary Puppins doesn't need a spoonful of sugar. She's already super sweet. Mary Puppins is a one-year-old lab hound mix who arrived pregnant off the streets in December. Don't they all just out there gallivanting around, tricking, shaking her booty for $5? Three months and 11 puppies later. Jesus, is this a Mormon dog? Three months and 11 puppies later, this mama is ready to retire from being a nanny. She is a sweet and calm little lady who would love to meet you. You guys, that is Mary Puppins. And if you want to meet Mary Puppins, schedule an appointment. Go to specialpals.org. Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. That's their adoption hours. You show up, you adopt you an animal, you're good to go. So, uh, and that's Mary Puppins. And the other animal I have for you is Yaddle. I don't even know what this word is. Don't know. With big yellow eyes and crazy striped fur, Yaddle might be quiet, but she isn't afraid to show off her cuteness. Probably should have brushed her hair for this photo. Yaddle is almost three months old and would love to spend her next month birthday with a family. Now, there's no birthday months, not even for cats. She and her brother Yoda and Grogu are still available for adoption. If you'd like to do that, they come as a set, the three of them. They're super cute. Um, <laughs> if you want to adopt Yaddle or that whore-ass puppy Mary Puppins, you absolutely can do that. All you got to do is go to specialpals.org. That's specialpals.org. Wednesday through Sunday, 12 to 4 for now. Hey, look, every animal you get from Special Pals, fully vaccinated, microchipped, spayed or neutered, all that, all that. 80 to $250 is the adoption fees in range. You're not going to pay 250 every time. It just depends. Specialpals.org, that's the best. Yaddle, Mary Puppins, Grogu was super cute from last week. So if you want an animal, zoom out. That's the way. Okay, well, fuck you too. Then don't zoom out. Uh, leave poor Mary alone. Yeah, out here. That's when the whores move in. I got to put that on. The, I'm going to get some. I'm getting some new show drops, by the way. When we move to Twitch, I've decided that some of these like this. It's going away. 
going to have to come up with a new one. Too many people using the DJ sound. So I'm going to come up with a new one there. Um, yeah. Going to have to do that. So Yaddle is a female version of Yoda. Is that what that is? Okay. McDonald's drinks are no longer a dollar. What? What? Damn. Everything is going up in price, man. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting crazy. And I I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch for a second just about one of the industries I'm in. Uh comedy. Do you know that the so I started comedy nine years ago? And other than just working more weekends, the price, the the fee that comedians get paid to do a show has not gone up in probably 15 years. Now you think about the cost of inflation year over year. You think about 15 years ago, there was a story too, by the way, I meant to pull this up. Let me find this. This is an intro. Here's a interesting story. There we go. Let's just, let's, let's pull this up. We're going to resize that. We're going to come over here to the scenes. I'm going to choose Chrome one. We're going to put this bad boy on the screen. The cost of a Big Mac. This is the Big Mac index. If you're looking for financial indicators, if you're looking for what is the real cost of living today? You don't go to the Dow. You don't go to economists. You go to the Big Mac. Okay. The Big Mac indices is how you figure out what true cost of, of living is. And this is a measure of purchasing power, parity, and burger inflation. The cost of a Big Mac. There was a whole thing done on it. Um, so this was May of, hold on, shit, let's chill out. In May of 2004, based on the economics, uh, this is the Big Mac index from the Financial Times. In May of 2004, a Big Mac in the United States was $2.90. In Norway, it was five eighteen. That was the most expensive Big Mac. Okay? And then if you fast forward to, uh, there you go. Well, that's Jan 21. There we go. Jan 22. The cost of a Big Mac is now $5.81. There are only two places in the world. Listen to me. There are only two places in the world. The world, Craig. Where it costs more to get a Big Mac than in the United States. <sighs> Thanks a lot, Biden. How am I supposed to get fat? Two places in the world. Switzerland and Norway. Everywhere else on this planet, you can get a Big Mac cheaper than in the United States except Switzerland and Norway. That's a damn shame. This is an American institution, McDonald's. I mean, for goodness sakes, you go to Hong Kong, you're getting a Big Mac for $2.82. It's $3.83 in China. That's where they make cows. I don't know. China makes everything. They make little kids that make Big Macs. 
I don't know, the cartons that the Big Mac comes in was probably made in China. I could go to Peru and get a Big Mac cheaper than the U.S. That don't matter. Ukraine. The Ukraine. God rest their soul. The Ukraine. $2.43 for a Big Mac. It just doesn't seem right, fam. This is not okay. I just, I don't know how we live like this. Yeah, from two ninety, that's double. Yep, yep, two dollars and ninety cents to five dollars and eighty one cents. The price of a Big Mac has doubled since what do we look at? May of two thousand and four. Yeah, eighteen years. Eighteen years. Some of you weren't even born yet. I mean, you were. What's up, Sam? I love you too, Sam. So I miss you so much, Sam. Please come home. Okay, I don't know why that was that. Potch said, I remember. Oh, Lord. Now we all sound old. I remember when I could get two Big Macs for $5. We liked it. Andy Huggins, how are you? $1.74 in Russia. Ukraine ought to invade them. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Take a lap, Andy Huggins. It's pretty crazy. A dollar seventy-four for a Big Mac in the U in Russia. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Taco stand still got dollar tacos. <sighs> I mean, everything is gonna go up eventually. I, I already feel it. I mean, when you buy groceries, you already notice it. It's just where we're at. Everything's getting expensive, man. Everything's getting expensive. Um Big Mac from Russia, I'll pass. I had to look it up. Because I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what was going on in this whole Russia slash Ukraine thing. Uh, I don't know. Ask him, Cherry. Cherry, uh, Andy Huggins, Cherry wants to know when you're going to be on the show. I do need to bring Andy back. I'll get Andy back. We'll, we'll do that. Um, we'll do that in a couple weeks. I got next week, I put out a... Uh, I got I got uh, Josh Beard scheduled, but I'll get Andy on. I promise. It's been too long. You're right. You're right, Cherry. Good for you. I had to look it up because I'll be honest with you, Chat. I had no idea what like what exactly. Why exactly is Russia bullying the Ukraine? Why are they over there? And apparently, based on what I read, shout out Morning Brew. <laughs> get all my information from a digital newsletter. Uh, apparently, the uh, when the Soviet Union was disbanded and broken up, obviously the Ukraine was part of the uh, USSR, and they gained their independence. And Vladimir Putin has felt like they've never really recognized Ukraine's independence, and they really draw the line with the fact that Ukraine would be a member of NATO. They are not thrilled about that because then that means that NATO would be recognized as an independent state. And Russia says, no, we don't want that. So Vladimir Putin feels like he needs to get Mother Russia back together. He needs to get the band back together, right? He's like, look, I'm not Sammy Hagar joining Van Halen. I'm I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to be David Lee Roth. Let's get this whole band back together. What's up, Chuck? You're very late, but you know what, buddy? You're here, and that's all that matters. We're just talking world uh world powers since i'm an expert obs 
Uh, but Putin, which I still think is, I can't be scared of a dude named Putin. I can't. I'm sorry. Hey, yo, I'm in here. What's up, Steven? Thank you. Steven Weather guy said, yo, I'm in here. Stupid job. Yeah, well, I'm just going to need you to quit. Okay, Steven, I'm going to need you to quit your job so that we can just do this from two to four every day. Jerry Bo, I still owe you an email. Uh, I haven't forgot. I'm going to do it at three o'clock during the break. Anyways, so Putin wants to get the old Mother Russia USSR conglomerate thing back together. He feels like it's his destiny. And uh, the Ukraine, though, they say it's like it, this will be the biggest war in Europe since 45, since World War II. And that includes Yugoslavia. But they said the Yugoslavian thing, there was about only 20 million people in Yugoslavia where the Ukraine has 40 million. They've been they've been uh, trained by the Americans and the West. Um, they are ready for a fight. They probably I mean, obviously, they're not going to beat Russia in a in a war. Russia is just too big, too powerful, and they're a nuclear power. But the whole point is, is that this was the scary thing I, I read or I saw. Uh, somebody was talking about the fact that, yeah, the U.S. is going to put sanctions on Russia if this thing, if this happens, if things escalate and this becomes an all-out war between the Ukraine and Russia and an occupation, then the U.S. plans to do a boatload of sanctions. The problem is most of Europe is getting their oil and natural gas from Russia. Well, that's okay. They can find alternatives. But also Russia has become allies with China and Russia and China have never been closer or better friends than they are right now. And this guy that was doing an op-ed type thing was like, this is the worst thing possible that the philosophy of the United States for years has been, you should, you should be closer to Russia and China individually than they are together. You should be better friends with them than they are friends with each other. That's what this guy was saying. That was kind of Henry Kissinger's MO. And that right now, that's just not the case. And that China and Russia are best buds. And that any sanctions on Russia would immediately be bypassed by the support of, or with the support of China. So that's a scary thing, man. You're just like, God, not again. Just, can we all just be cool? Like, why do we got to go and invade? Nobody's happy with what they have. Nobody's happy with what they have. They all just got to... They all just got to go and be assholes. Germany stepped up. What does that mean, Virginia? But we didn't see what that, that means. Sounds not great. Todd, it's not great at all, buddy. It's uh, it's pretty shitty, as a matter of fact. And I didn't understand it, so I had to... I uh, By the way, if you don't subscribe to Morning Brew, let me know. I'll forward you a copy of mine. You can sign up. It's really good. Uh, they shut down that pipeline. Oh, that's true. That is true, Todd and Virginia Button. We Germany did shut down that pipeline. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. They said, no. If you're going to do this, nope. Jerry said Russia needs to eat a Snickers. This, this too much. This too much emotional damage. Uh, key to victory, start a land war in Asia. Oh, that's interesting. They need they need more weed and less vodka. Well, that's probably true. That's probably true, too. Uh, all right, so that's world news for the day. Uh, quick story about Zion Williamson, then I'm going to get to a break for a couple minutes. I'm going to send Jerry Bow an email so he can connect with the show at 3.15. I haven't forgot about you, buddy. But um, JJ Reddit came out, talked a little shit, talked a little smack about Zion. He was ripped by his former teammate. Um, well, JJ's not there anymore, but this was on first take. 
Reddick, it says, was irked by Williamson allegedly ghosting his new teammate, C.J. McCollum, who was recently acquired by the Pelicans. There's a general decorum of behavior that you should apply as a teammate, said Reddick. Look, I wasn't the best player on any team that I was on, but if there was a buyout possibility, if there was a trade possibility, I would always reach out to teammates. I called Erson Ilyasova. I called Marco Bellinelli. They made him call the white guys. I called Wes Matthews. All right, maybe not. Trying to get him to come to Philly. That's just how a, com- uh, a complete... This just shows a complete lack of investment in your team and the organization and in the city, Reddick said. I get that he's hurt and away from the team, but you just traded for one of the 50 best players in the league. A guy that's supposed to be paired with you. Reach out and say hello. This is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again. This is basic, basic level of humanity being a teammate. Send a text to a guy when he gets traded to your team. That makes sense, though, if you think about it. I didn't know that existed. And maybe, let's just maybe, let's give him the benefit of the, ba- of the doubt. No one taught Zion Williamson how to be a professional. No one has done that. And now maybe that this comes out, he'll realize, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to do that. Sure. I mean, you know, look, this sounds so old to say this, but younger cats don't follow the same rules that old heads do. It's a new generation. So maybe they don't care about that stuff, right? Guys in their guys that are 19 to 23, they don't think like a 35-year-old basketball player. Oh, you know what? I need to take him out for a nice steak dinner and buy him a, a watch. And they don't think about that shit. They're just like, huh, cool. Welcome to my team. It's my team. That's what they think. I don't know. I, I just I need to oil this thing. Can y'all hear that when I move this? Oh, I just hit myself on the lip. Do y'all hear that? I don't know if you can hear that or not. <clears throat> um, Sean said Champions League is pulling games too. Russia will absolutely back down now. Go sit down. Yeah, it does need WD-40. Five below Mike giving out. This is not a five below Mike stand. This was a... Uh, this is a road... Mic stand. This is very pricey mic stand. You see that? You see that? That's how you know. This is an industry standard mic stand, young man. It does need WD-40, though. I need to hit a little on the corners there. Give it a good go. All right, it's 3 o'clock. Let's get to a break. Uh, Joining me in about 15 minutes on the program, Jerry Bo. So I'm going to go pee. I'm pretty good on the Diet Coke. May not need a refill. You guys... Stick around. This is going to be a quick little break. Uh, this is just going to give me time to copy and paste this, get this link over to Jerry Bo, uh, and give me a chance to pee because I had to do that since before the show started. And then I'll be back, and uh, we will continue with this fine fair program. Shout out to everybody on Twitch. Thank you to all 37 of you tuning in. All 23 of you on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the program over there on that channel. But also make sure you get on over to Twitch and create you a Twitch account. Eventually, we're going to be off of YouTube. As of Tuesday of next week, you have literally four shows left. And then no more YouTube Live. We will 100% be on Twitch. So you need to get an account created and get over there and join us on the Twitches if you're already there. Thank you. Hit follow if you haven't already. It's totally free. And shout out to everybody listening on Podbean, all four of you. Jared Taylor, Eric Resendez, Tight Hugo. And Chris Reyes. All right, we're back in just a second. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Do not go anywhere, you dirty bitches. I'll be right back. 
Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around to the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, can yourself. All right. Uh, 315, Jerry, Bo- Jerry Bow going to hop on the show. Uh, that'll be fun. I hadn't talked to Jerry Bow in a hot minute. I mean, we exchanged texts and whatnot, uh, but wanted to get him on, talk about his new show, see what's going on in his world, uh, how things have been. Hadn't had him on in a hot minute. So, yeah. That's uh, that's where we're going to be. That's what we're going to be doing. Sorry, I got distracted by my phone here for a second. Um, did I show you all my... Oh, yeah, I showed you my new phone screen. Oh, I didn't show you this. I, w- I noticed this as I went to go pee-pee, as I went to go potty. <laughs> uh, as I was walking by... Walk on by... I just sent it. Jerry Bo texted me. Uh, just sent it. Uh, I was walking by... This is my living room. And I, I no, tell me if you notice anything about besides the cats laying on there. Uh, you can't really there. Oh, come on. Focus. Why won't it focus? Let's see. Let's try this. It won't focus in. Guys, this isn't working. This is being a son of a bitch. I don't oh, Why won't it do it? This is such horse shit. Anyways, uh, I walked by my window. My wife is a big cactus fan. She loves cactuses, and she has a cactus out there on the back porch. And I was like, oh, my God, our cactus looks like the Playboy Bunny logo. This is what our cactus looks like. It looks like a Playboy Bunny, right? A little bit. It's got the eye. Anyways, notice that. Welcome to the program. All right, Jerry Bo's logged in. We're going to get here going here in just a second. Uh, let him get situated. Um one thing I wanted to talk about real fast. Let's see. Let me close this page, Van Zant. We don't need her pictures up there anymore. Searing, uh, burning a hole through my eyes. Oh, real quick. USFL. Uh, any football fans? <laughs> huh? Who's in it for football? Who's in it for the gamblers? Put some crazy eyes on the cactus. I should do that. I'm not touching that thing. Them thorns are sharp as shit, bro. Uh, I, my wife, like I said, okay, story time. My wife loves cactuses, and we have them all over our goddamn yard, everywhere. There's a, just She's got a cactus garden. She's got cactus and potted plants. And what she does when a cactus dies, she just throws it, throws it out in the yard along the perimeter. And see, I don't know if you can see it, but uh, no, you can't. Not with that picture. But our yard, we have like underbrush surrounding our entire backyard. And then she'll take a dead cactus and throw it in the underbrush, like right on the edge. And then sometimes cactuses will come back to life and grow. And so I have, we literally have these just random sporadic cactuses all along the edges, the perimeter of our backyard. One day I'm out there weed eating as I'm prone to do during the summer because there's a lot of goddamn weeds to eat. I'm out there weed eating. Hit a cactus. Don't see it because the weeds are so tall. That's my bad. Got to be better. I hit that goddamn cactus and I cut off a piece and it shot up and stuck in my leg like like a dart. It is literally sticking out of my thigh. A big chunk of cactus in oh my god 
And I had to I had to put down the weed eater. I go sit down. I had to take my pants off, get all the goddamn needles out. It was a whole ordeal. Cactuses are the devil. <sighs> Donald said, good thing it's not on my patio. That stupid squirrel would eat it. Yeah, don't eat. Don't eat. Don't eat things with needles in them. That's not okay. Stupid squirrel. Yeah, Todd, I think this was a lot of people. A lot of people didn't know. A lot of people were asking me, hey, how do I get, somebody asked on the show, how do I get tickets to a home game? I'm like, well, first you buy a plane ticket to Birmingham because that's where all the games are going to be played. And like I said, I think with the USFL, I think what they're actually trying to do is they're actually trying to figure out what do we have from an interest perspective? Should we keep this going? Should we, do we, are we going to have enough interest, at least from television ratings to warrant investing in home teams and home games and personnel and all those things that come with having a home team. So that, that's what I think year one is in Birmingham. It's just, what is the interest from a, from a, from a lay person's perspective? Are people going to watch on TV? We'll pay close attention to all of the ratings in the cities where we have teams for, for example, new Orleans and Houston and whatnot, New Jersey. And, and then if we get enough, if there's enough viewership in those cities that warrant, having home games, then we'll, we'll do it. So I think that could be part mostly what and why you're seeing this versus uh, the way they tend to have done it in the past. Let's see here. I mean, Jerry Bo going to be joining us in just a second here. It looks like he's having a little problem connecting, but that's okay. Uh, yep. Logged in. Okay. He should be here in a second. Oh, good. Take your time, Jerry Bo. So this was the, the, the Texans had the fifth pick in the first round. They drafted Clayton Thorson. I'll be honest. I don't even know who Clayton Thorson is. Clayton Thorson, your Houston Gamblers starting quarterback, played his high school ball at Wheaton North. He played at Northwestern. He was drafted in 2019, round five, pick number 167. He was with the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and now he's a Houston gambler. So he's got a ton of NFL experience. Okay. A ton. Let's calm down. Shea Patterson was the number one pick overall in the USFL draft. Jordan Tam Tamu. Tam Tamu. Tam okay. Brian Scott, Ben Holmes, Clayton Thorson, Alex McGo. Okay. Kyle Lala. All right, fuck these guys and their stupid ass long hard names. Ooh, long hard names. Played with the Eagles. Flip, you would know some shit like that. Chris Reyes said, "Go Commanders." Don't nobody give a shit about the Commanders. It's gamblers or die, baby. Won't this year be a bit misleading since next year XFL will also be around? Could be. Could be. It very well could be. I'm going to be interested to see how many of you watch. How many of you are interested in it once you realize that the, the product is probably going to be a little watered down, especially because you've got NFL, CFL, XFL, and now USFL. I mean, that's a really watered down product at this point when you think about it. Because not only do you have NFL, you got practice squads. Think about that. Would you want to watch a league full of practice squad guys? Probably not. You probably wouldn't want to watch the Texans practice squad play the Cowboys practice squad. I would be, if I were being honest, these guys weren't even good enough to make those squads. 
And so I think you got to just look at it as ah, if it's fun, if it's neat, if it's interesting, if they do something different. You know, the XFL has the deal with the NFL now that they're going to kind of be a petri dish and a proving ground. So that's neat. That's cool. But other than that, man, Sean said I'd rather watch baseball. You guys, Sean hates baseball. That tells you how little interest he has. For Jim Watt, said roughnecks. Okay. I mean, all right. I suppose so. It's a little early. Jerry Bow, you ready, man? Thumbs up if you're ready, buddy. Jerry Bow's ready. Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready for Jerry Bow? I'm ready for Jerry Bow. It's a little early, but you know, this is my dude. Let's get to it. All right, joining me on the program right now, my guy, my man. What's up, fam, in this fancy ass studio? Jerry Bow in the building. What up, dude? Let's hope that I got this right. Can you hear me loud and, uh, loud and clear? Yeah, super loud. Let me turn you down a little bit. That's You got it, man. Yeah. All right, man. I, I'm glad I came in. I uh, chatted, had put a couple things together here. Had to open up a beer because I know how you guys do it on this show. And here we are. I'm in one <laughs> well, you piece. Have a, well, you have a technical problems that Aaron is. is by the way, uh, Jerry Bo, tell the folks about your shows that you have going on. First and foremost, tell the folks where they I can find you. I appreciate the alley-oop. So he just threw it up to me and watched me dunk this mm-hmm. shit. So I grabbed the rim like this. And as I hang here, oh, geez, I do a show tiring. weekdays from 1 to 2 Central Standard Time leading in. Basically, it's a lead into Barry. And it's pretty <laughs> much the same feel. It's the same feel that he tries to give you. Like uh, That's why I've always gotten along with Barry from that standpoint because he likes to do sports and entertainment. I'm not a I'm not an old 80s radio guy. I'm just not never been that guy. I like the guy that gets on here and entertains you. And that's what we try to do. I saw Barry doing it, to be honest with you. Barry's the guy I uh, reached out to before I started investing in a lot of this equipment because I saw the way he did it. And I always wanted to say, hey, I wanted to follow in those little steps. And he, he told me, hey, do this, this. I bought it all piece by piece. It took me about three months. And here we are. And now I'm able to connect with you on your show. So shout out to all the deckheads. If you're not familiar, I've been on with Barry before. We did the first uh, stream-a-thon. stream-a-thon. I was showing yeah. up the I wish I would have been a part of it this year. I got myself caught up in too many things. Now I'm fresh. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm ready to do push-ups. Like, let's go, dickhead. Oh, shit. Hey. No, I'm just joking. Hey, let's, let's, let's drink some beer. Let's do it. I, I, I don't have beer, but I got a shot of tequila I'll do with you. Let's do it. Uh, let's how, do how, it. Long, how long has the show been on now? How long is Now, give the name of the show, by the way. Tell the folks that don't know. How, uh, Odd Takes. Odd Takes. It's Odd Takes from 1 to 2 Central Standard Time. It's on Twitch. I and YouTube, unfortunately, we're probably going to make the move like uh, Barry did and go straight Twitch. You don't remember any of this at Jerry Bow Sports on Twitter, but it's 1 to 2. So if you're friends with Barry, then you're friends with me too. So go ahead and join us. Watch them from 1 to 2, then hop on over from 2 to 4. And yeah. All right, Jerry Bow, get your beer out, buddy. I'm glad you did it, fam. I remember those conversations. Those were a long time ago. And I'm glad you followed through and did it, man. Cheers to you. Here's to your success. Boom. Cheers to all you guys, all the decades. I yeah. said, let's continue now, doing this. How long have you guys been on? This is our third full week. Nice. So we're just barely getting there. Yeah, we're barely getting there trying to get our numbers. You know how all that thing goes. Oh, trying yeah. to, we got affiliate. And we're like, okay, that's cool. But at this point, we're just trying to. We're not worried about, you know, when you turn this thing on and you're first starting a show, you're just worried about motherfuckers showing up. Like you're just yeah. looking like uh, you're just praying. You're, Let me tell you something, Jerry. You will never not worry about motherfuckers showing up today. I give an example today when I usually when I because I'm still on YouTube and doing the Twitch thing. Twitch is easy because you just go live. You do a five minute countdown. People slowly trickle in. And then by the time the five minutes is up, you have a, a, a quorum and you can start a show on YouTube. You create the live show, but you don't actually hit go live until you go live. 
But the chat is up and people will hang out and bullshit and talk until the show's live. And I usually try to get that in at least 30 minutes before. I created it at 1.40 today, two people. And it is rare for there not to be 10, 12 people immediately pop in. And I was like, okay, well, they've, they've, they've told me to fuck off. This is it. And, you know, and now like you, you know, and then you, so you get paranoid as a creator. You're like, oh my God, what did I do? Did I say something racist? Am I, did I get canceled and I didn't check my Twitter yet? Am I, what the fuck is going on? But now, you know, you look, there's 20 people watching on YouTube. There's 34 watching on Twitch. There's four or five people listening on Podbean. So it all kind of, Okay, they, they, they don't hate me yet. Okay, I thought for a minute that this was the day. But you're always going to worry about that, Jerry. I swear to you, every single day, as soon as you see a few people start to trickle in and listen, it just makes you feel so much better. But it's always going to be a concern. Always. I feel you. And also, I don't think people realize how much of a full-time job it really is. It's not just because he streams two hours. And we're, I only stream one hour a day. And it seems like just the build-up to it. You think to yourself when you wake up, oh, hell, I got three hours before it. And then before you know it, you got like eight minutes before you go live. And you think, oh, hell, here we go. It's chaos in here, honestly. And that's me with a producer. Imagine that. Imagine what Barry would do yeah. if he had a producer. He'd yeah. kill it. You know that's what I mean? Say, honestly, is, is Aaron's not there with you, right? He's remote? No, he's here. I built a studio out uh, where I'm at, and and I built him a whole lot, uh, side for him. Like he's in, nice. a, he's here, but he's in another area. Yeah. So was he got, there to help you get connected to this show, or did you have to do it on your own? I did it on my own. I, uh, <laughs> That's so why you were like, the, fuck, I kept getting this. Jerry's logged in. Jerry's not logged in. Jerry's logged in. Jerry's. I was like, oh, he's fucking. He don't. So that's what it was. You you needed your you producer. Kept this. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> then I try to hide my camera from you because I didn't want to use that camera. So I just put it at the ceiling. Like I hope it doesn't go live now. Guys, <laughs> it just. You guys don't understand. If coming from a radio background on radio, you can mess up a lot, and you won't. People don't understand what's going because you can communicate on yeah. video. It's. Hey, Everything. hey, here, here I am, you yeah. know, whatever the hell it is. And it's, it's crazy, man. That's why you respect the game. I respect the hell out of it. What you, uh, what you put on in the longevity. I was just telling, um, Aaron about it now, like, bro, we're only about to get to a month. Like, we, well, if we get to a year, that's, that's a hustle there. And, and most shows, you know, how it is. like you told me, most people have the right intentions, but then once you buy and you maybe buy one thing, like the camera aspect or something, and then you try to do it a few times and then you're like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. And what that's is, usually what happens. I'm going to see, do you remember what was the one, the most important piece of advice I gave you? Do you remember? It's along those lines of what I just, it's consistently. If you're not going to do it consistently, don't start. If you're going to quit after three months or 10 shows or six weeks, don't even bother doing it because you will burn your audience. That is literally the most important thing I think you could tell anybody that's wanting to do anything like this, whether it's a podcast or a Twitch show or a gaming stream or anything that along these lines, if you're not going to commit to it long-term, don't even bother doing it. Exactly. I'm right there with yeah. you. And like that, you stuck out to me, what you said. And you always said, make sure that you make the show real interactive to where the the viewer feels like they're a part of that show. And that stuck out to me a lot. So that's why you see we presented as such just from the very get go, like how you do announcing everyone. Hey, w w I recognize that you're here you shouldn't even probably be here, but thank you for showing up. Uh. And then, you know, just little things like that makes you know that how much you appreciate them because on a radio standpoint, you don't really get to see the chat going back and forth. I mean, we did when we had the, the Twitch going up, but 
just talking about yeah. traditional radio it's no never connection saw. there other than people yeah never other than people calling in and then that still wasn't that connection that you have with barry you show up no matter what barry's doing now because you have that connection when it's just a, it's a creatures of habit you know and that's what we you get into that rotation that's what we're trying to do now guys go one o'clock lead into barry and then you know just try to give you a block of programming and hopefully we can we can grow that yeah for sure. Uh, truck driver Pookie said, Jerry took my call today. Barry never lets me call in. First of all, before you answer, <laughs> Jerry Bo, which I'm, you should, let me just point out that he spelled it B-E-R-R-Y. And if you wonder why I've never taken your calls, because you don't know how to spell my fucking name, asshole. Jerk. Jerk. Okay. Yeah, how yeah, the fuck Pookie you going to spell my name wrong and then try to call me out, truck driver Pooley? Truck driver poopy, see p o o p i e. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't take calls. This isn't radio. I think it's dope that you do. I know another live show that does take calls. I here's the thing, and uh, you learn this in radio, Jerry, and you know this, but it's all about being interactive. But in radio, you get told don't take calls. Don't if you if you can avoid taking calls because all they really want to do is hear themselves talk, and it doesn't make usually make the show better. In this case, you know why I don't take calls. Because I was like, I'm not setting up a fucking phone line. I don't know how to fuck. I mean, I know how to do it. I don't want to do it. There's a fucking chat right there. I see everybody's comments and I put them on the screen. I don't I don't need to take a phone call. What made you guys want to take phone calls? Just get the the interaction because I realized that a lot of our fans are from not from Houston. So I kind of like to get their perspective. We'd like to put them on the spot as well. It's nothing like. It's funny because they see us backed up against the wall. I don't see this is what it is. They back us up against the wall as hosts, yeah. right? And we have to sit there and just dodge yeah. and dodge for our takes. And we're like, hey, well, what, what what about your take? Yeah. What, oh, what, yeah. Tell me. And, the and then as soon as they get on there. stupid yesterday because I thought Kirk Cousins was as talented as Matthew Stafford. We'll get your opinion on that in a second. But yeah, they, you see, everybody's so telling me I was stupid. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're like, all right, well, give me, give me your take on something then so we could dig into it. So I just kind of like it from that aspect as well. But you're right. Usually on – Man, you get those callers and they go on. First off, it's it's usually like a segment too late. So you're already past the subject. So you're thinking, damn, you want to talk about something we opened the show with? How do I fit this in? Damn. All right, let's hit him in. And then he just bombs it on you. He talks for about three minutes. There's pauses. He's talking over you. You don't know what. And you're just like, oh, damn. Like, that's the worst. Getting a bad caller where he's talking over you. You don't know if he's hung up. And then he'll drop a, a curse word when you're on air. And, he drop, yeah. and you're like, oh, damn, just get your ass out of here, man. You're trying to get me fired. See, and that's that's what I love about the chat is if somebody has a stupid take or something that I just feel like has no bearing on the show, I just let it scroll on by. I just let it keep going. I just like whatever. I didn't. I never saw it. You know, you just pretend like you didn't see it. And if there's something poignant or funny or interesting, you add it to the show and uh, away you go. So you guys are doing the marble races. How was that? That's pretty cool. I saw I saw somebody doing that. And I was like, that's neat. That just seems like more shit. I would have. How difficult is that to set up? Because I was like, it's not. I got enough shit going on. I don't know. That's neat, though. I like it. It's pretty simple. You just, it's basically Steam games and then you ba uh, link it to your Twitch and all of that is basically a scene. You already know how to do that. You're going to yeah. build a scene and it's going to be that source. It's real simple. But what nice. cool, what's cool about it, Barry, is they offer other stuff like, like trivia or something. And a lot ah. of it, it'll roll itself out. So when you go to break and uh, sitting on the corner doing dope, everybody's doing dope <laughs> with trivias. You know, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's doing trivia. And it just, for example, uh, just giving away stuff. I know you got swag and stuff, and it just mm -hmm. honestly, man, we're just trying to build it up and make it competitive as possible. And it's 
it's worked out so far. So uh, I know sometimes it gets a little repetitive and I've been telling Aaron that we got to find something else. So I think we're going to go to trivia soon, but that with the calls, it was always, we had the idea. I always thought, man, if I made it big, I always wanted to do Howard Stern type radio, but with the, with the sports twist, you know, I always told myself, don't give me the chance. Cause I'm going to have, I'm going to have strip club Fridays, you know, call me from a strip club and let me talk to ecstasy. We're going to ask her for her sports takes live on this mother, you know, like that's the kind of radio I wanted to do. And yeah. that's why I wanted to do with a camera because eventually someone's going to, someone's going to grow the the courage. They're going to go over to every, every city's got an oasis or, or something like that. A Rick's cabaret. They're going to go to a Rick's cabaret somewhere in their I don't know, city. Man. They- some cities, some cities are broke as shit. They don't have a gold cup. They got an aluminum cup. They're- <laughs> yeah, yeah who am I like one egg and three titties and you're like god damn them hoes in the aluminum cup are broke as hell i'm not going over there no more uh yeah two dancers one's a one's dancer slash bartender you're like damn i thought she was the dancer she's the out smoking cigarettes mom. in the front that's the worst if you ever get c-section like oh damn yeah. look at them scars god damn yeah that's it's the worst if your if your stripper ever greets you at the front, like if you walk in and she's out there smoking a cigarette with one leg up on the on the bar, and she's like, <laughs> and she looks at you, you're like, go on in, I'll be there though. in a minute. <laughs> yeah, she, like 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 you're on her time, and she, you, all right, make it quick. She just throws it over. No, she puts the cigarette in her ear. Like this ain't gonna be fucking long. You remember that shit? When you ever saw somebody put a lit cigarette behind their ear and continue doing they whatever they were doing, like around. like throw a dart. You uh, see a motherfucker throw a dart. Just, <laughs> so take the three darts, take a sip of the beer, and then and then start smoking. Dog, I'm like, bro, that's a tough ass stripper right there, boy. She's she's she don't I love like she's one of them strippers that don't give a shit. Most strippers stripping high heels. She's stripping in tennis shoes. She don't give a shit. She got on some Velcro mall walker. She like, bitch, my feet hurt. Either you want to see these titties or you don't. Like. <laughs> oh, you don't. I don't need. She doesn't even have to sweet talk you. That's what we're talking about our show. That's why I carried over to your show the other day. How uncomfortable strip clubs are from the moment you walk in to where that first one sits down and, and they just make their way to your table. You're just yeah. sitting there. You do the you're, you're talking to your boy. So you're kind of opened like here and yeah. then you're sitting and then all of a sudden she just sits on one leg. You're like, ah, oh, you haven't even seen the face. You do the slow like it's a slow like, yeah, should, I, like oh, should God, I please? Oh, oh Jesus. damn. And then you. you you pick up a cigarette and you don't even have cigarettes. You don't even smoke. You're just like, you know that you, you, you get your phone. You're just like, Oh shit, I got to take a call. And then yeah, they have uh, the nerve to ask you, do you want to dance? Yeah. Like, no. Do I want to, do I want to dance? I just got here. I want to drink is what I want. Yeah. I, I don't want to dance one? from you. I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah, so I, somebody asked in the chat and if you guys have questions for Jerry Bo, not that you can't ask him on his own show, one to two o'clock right here on Twitch odd takes. Is it twitch.tv forward slash odd takes? Is that the, it's that we bet, but we're changing that because again, we were going to start like a gambling show and uh-huh. then it just en- rolled down into this mess that I do now. So we just, yeah. we're going to change it off. To I was going to say, what is the, we bet ATS versus odd takes. What's the difference? I was a bit confused. And then, you know, if we were talking privately, I would tell you, you need to get your marketing message down. You need to don't confuse the people because they won't know what's what, but so what I started a site. Okay. I got a site right now. If you go to, we bet uh ats.com it's a gambling site right now you can click it and it's it's pretty much live but it's still uh, we probably got stuff from the super bowl we're about to go live with writers so the first plan the initial thing was let's start a site for gambling and then this show well when we started the site we started the show but the show didn't end up being gambling centric because who wants to sit here and listen to me 
talk about the, the lines minus six and the money's coming in here for an hour in the middle yeah. of the day. If somebody wants that, that's a certain audience, right? So I'm I'm choosing this route. I'm gonna do odd takes, and it's gonna be a separate entity of than the than the actual gambling site. And I'm actually gonna start a new show next week, or when I actually when I get back from March Madness, I'm not gonna do myself like that. But I'm gonna start one where I go live. It's gonna be called Night Sweats. Uh, night mm. sweats what you get at night and night sweats when late and at night about 8 30 i'm gonna go live when everyone's sweating their bets in their games and i'm gonna nice. do a sidecast and i'm just basically gonna oh, talk that that's way smart that's very smart that's very smart yeah. um night so so the show is not we bet ats that was the site and kind of the conglomerate overall the show is odd take so make sure you guys get that right uh, now, are you going to be because right now when you when you raid it comes in as we bet ats you're going to be changing that to odd takes as well it makes me wait two more weeks after you become gotcha. affiliate or something gotcha, into like gotcha, a certain gotcha. time frame. But yeah, odd takes. We try to say odd. It was we were trying to do better takes like B E T T O R, but someone already had that. So yeah. we went with odd takes, kind of with the odds of sports, but we don't really throw we throw odds on everything, whether it's Kanye versus Pete Davidson. Who who do you have a favorite? Kanye, Pete Davidson in a street fight, no weapons allowed. Pete Davidson is soft. Okay. Comics are crazy, but Pete Davidson is soft. Kanye West is a crazy person and you never bet against crazy. You never, ever, ever bet against crazy. Let me tell you something. Some of the strongest, most powerful, most, the wealthiest, uh, most connected men of the, in the world of the world, Craig have been ruined by crazy women. You do not bet against crazy ever and Kanye is crazy. He said he's going. Jerry, Kanye West told Joe Rogan he was going to buy the earth. The whole <laughs> earth. He's like, how much is the world? And Joe Rogan was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, how much is the world? I'm going to buy the world and make mechanical bees. You do not. You do not get in a fight with somebody that wants to unleash mechanical bees on the world the fuck no that and the other day it, it, it decided that he had beef with peppa pig did you see that shit I did not see that what the fuck Dog. it was a list of a, <laughs> yeah if you got beef with peppa pig you got beef with me you oh know it's God. like what the like bro you've gone off the edge like that peppa pig too like, literally there man. was a list that came out on on instagram of people that he has beef with and it was everyone from taylor peppa swift pig. to Peppa Pig. He Peppa Pig. It's like, come on, man. He's losing it. He's losing control. Do you think this ends bad though? You see, you said crazy guy, right? So crazy yeah. guy at one point is gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna risk it all. Like, I'm gonna risk Hold it on. all. Cherry said it's not beef with Peppa Pig, it's pork. <laughs> He's got <laughs> nice. <laughs> come on, Cherry. Take a lap. That's a good ass <laughs> joke. Come on, girl. Take your lap. I'm gonna chug the rest of this beer for that. Go, Cherry, come go, on down. Let's go, Cherry. Uh, yeah, I, dude, I don't know all the things that he comes up with. Um, he's got his list of of complaints. I, I just, I'll tell you this. I think we can all pinpoint the moment when Kanye West went crazy. I, it was when his mother died, and that's mm -hmm. sad and tragic, and I think unfortunately true. But that can have an effect on people in different ways. But for Kanye, 
Because I, I, I know people who have lost family members and it has affected them emotionally in a way that they never really dealt with. And some people like you and me, maybe we lose a loved one and we're able to reconcile it and deal with it and we're not in the public eye. But when you're a guy like Kanye and you have to go through that and deal with it in the public eye, it becomes a much different mountain to climb. And unfortunately, I think that's when he... <sighs> I mean, his mom was his anchor and his rock. You know what I mean? And I just, it's sad. It's Everything. so sad because we just got a different version of Kanye after that. I mean, I just, that's to me anyways, that's my observation of it. No, I completely agree. Even you could tell in the music, because at one point yeah. the music was still a little uppity. He was making songs that yeah. still got you going. And then as soon as that happened, you yeah. saw, I mean, his album, my, my, what, my dark, twisted, sick fantasy. It yeah. just, it, I'm, you know, I'm lost in this world, like songs like that. It's like, man, like he was out there. And then when he got with Kim, it just, it's just crazy to now to hear everything that's going on. And now that she got out of it to hear that he was drinking so hard. Imagine being crazy like that and him drinking the yeah, way he was that's a problem. It just, yeah, it was a problem. It, you and know what got, I mean? Like I doubt Kanye is a guy that goes to therapy or gets someone to talk to. He's uh, like, oh, I can, I'm, I'm Jesus. I mean, he thinks he's God. He thinks he's Jesus. He doesn't need to talk to a therapist about dealing with the emotional trauma of losing your mother. You know what I mean? Like that's a whole different thing. So, um, Donda, and, like listen to the, the the name of the album. Yeah, that's his mom. Donda. You know, it's still Donda, 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 Donda. So like it's just in his mind right now. I'm yeah. just scared. You know, when a person loses the only thing that they have, like Kim and his kids, like they're not going to be in the everyday picture. What happens to a crazy man that's got unlimited money? It's just who knows. Yeah. Uh, Chris Reyes brought up a good point. That same thing happened to Tyson when he lost his trainer. Yeah. I mean, look. There are times mm -hmm. I haven't lost. I have been fortunate enough that I have not lost a loved one yet. And Jerry, I know you went through uh, a difficult time in your life when you lost your dad. Uh, and Ooh, we, you, boy. on this show, you told the story. You've told the story many times publicly, but you know it, it was. And it's an amazing story. If you guys have never heard it or seen it, either ask Jerry Bo or go back and watch the show that he told the story on. Or it was a little choppy, remember? Yeah, one of the several different platforms that he's told it on. But I tell you what, man, it can be a very difficult thing to deal with, and I haven't had to deal with it yet. So I, I might go crazy, Jerry. I really don't know. Uh, you've lost a loved one. You've lost a parent. Um, it, it, ha, is it one of those things where if you don't process it, it can really set you off into a downward spiral? You're exactly right. It just, especially if it happens, depends how it happens. If they get old, don't get me wrong, death at any level. But then yeah. if it's like sickness or something, it's like, okay. But if it's like something crazy, like a murder or a car accident or something yeah. like that, you just, you just ask yourself, why was it their time? You ask yourself for a long time. In my instance, it was murder for my dad. And for a while there, the people that told us, it just, to me, everything they were telling me, like, man, he was just murdered by two random guys. They were just running down the street and shot him. And I'm thinking, bullshit. Like, I know, I know, just, I know, I know, I know. I just know, I know. And then one day that no turned into a feeling and that phone rang. And like I tell people, it was, a, it was a number that doesn't even fit on the TV screen. That shit was a long number. I don't even know how that, and I just answer it just, Hello? And it's a dude from where my dad was murdered out in Colombia. My dad was murdered in South America. Uh, he tells me right there. He called. I answer and he calls me by my full name, middle name, everything. I'm like, oh, so at this point, I'm scared because I'm. what if my dad wasn't? He just starts talking. He doesn't even let me talk. And right then and there, he told me. And that's the that's the that's the lead here. When he said, hey, I know who killed your dad. Your 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 uncle killed your dad. I'm like, huh? Like what? My uncle, he's the one that told us about the murder. I'm like, tell me more. What? How do you know this? When he told us everything, it was me having to keep that secret in my pocket. So it dug like your question, like, how do you do it? 
it dug in me so much because I couldn't let nobody know that I knew because I knew that they would spoil my plan to get his ass thrown in jail. Yeah. And it just, it just, so, it's, it's a movie, man. How did you, how did you process it, Jerry? How did you deal with it? Because at some point you have to deal with, you have to face it, right? Like you have to, and again, I'm talking from a strictly logical perspective. I haven't lost my parents yet, but I know that there's a point where you probably have to either sit down mentally and emotionally and, and reckon with it. Maybe it's just a, some people, it's just a, you just sit down and you just cry for an hour and you just get it out and you move on. How did you deal with it? And how do you have uh, the recommendations for people that need to process this? They say time heals. Mm -hmm. And that's, there's nothing more true than that. After time, you understand that I'm never going to get him back. If I was going to live through anger for what happened to him, like if, if to me, it was, if I keep living this way and with this anger, it's going to not only kill one person, it's going to kill me too. Damn. So it comes to a point where you say, let them live through me, you know, and everything that you do, you let them live through me as if he was here. And that's what I do every day. I step up to that, to that mic. I was just a, I was just a, a gambler. You know, I was living out in LA gambling, playing, uh, playing cards, gambling to degenerate, you know? And then when that happened, I, uh, after after i finally tried to turn him in it took me a, about a year and a half i uh i met up with glenn davis my dad worked with him throughout his entire career and uh they had a they had like a memorial for my father and glenn davis showed up and mm. i spoke at that damn memorial and uh i mean it was tough for me i oh, I, mean, I, I couldn't I, imagine i couldn't imagine uh, shit i did it laying down basically i started standing up and i slowly collapsed throughout that damn God speech damn, to where and glenn uh Glenn was one of the ones that picked me up and I'll never forget that conversation. He looked at me and he was just like, he was like, bro, your dad, he was like, your dad was a monster. And he was like, and if you let his microphone die, then you are just as bad as anyone else. Damn. That was the realest thing ever. Damn. You know, if y'all don't know who Glenn Davis is, that's the guy that does the Houston fucking dynamo. He's the one that does yeah. the, the USA soccer team, you know? ESPN, and when he told yeah. me that, yeah, you could see Glenn Davis everywhere. When he told me that, it was like, okay, what do I do? And the next time I called him, that was it. I, I met him somewhere. He took me, and, and that's how I started interning for free, just a grown-ass man trying to intern with these damn kids and just a little bit step by step. But it, all that aside, not everyone, like my wife, she's just dealing with something lately, and it's not, I tell her, not everyone has something like that could chase. Like, my, well, my dad's not a sportscaster. How do I chase? It's like, it doesn't have to be that. It has to be letting them live through you that in journey. whatever form or fashion. Whatever, whatever the journey fashion is. that comes. That's right. The yeah. journey whatever. doesn't have to be your journey, right? Like everybody that loses someone doesn't have to follow the steps that you followed. But the point is, and what you did was you you took this this tragedy and you used it as a way to positively change yourself and keep his memory alive. Because you can't bring back somebody that's passed. But you can certainly keep their memory going. And when you do stuff like this, and when you and Jerry, I'll be honest with you, when you, I didn't, I didn't mean for this to go this route, but I think this is important. No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. When you have conversations like this, man, you and I can sit here and we can talk about all the fun stuff, and then we can talk about these things. And what I don't think you realize and how important it is is that there are people in the chat who are dealing with things who have lost people in their lives. We have, I know, deckheads that have recently lost loved ones. And it, 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 to hear your story and to hear your journey and to hear you talk about finding your own way to keep them alive 
It's so important because I think you can forget about that. You just worry about people just get caught up in the grieving and and you have to grieve. You have to cry. You have to go through that. But then there's that moment at some point and it'll you'll know it when you go, okay, now I've got to keep I got to keep them going. And that's what you've done, dude. And I admire what you've done and I'm proud of you. And I think it's badass what you're doing. I really do. I think it's great. And this is. Let me tell you something even just personal here, because mm-hmm. like someone right now listening, they're saying, well, I don't have that. What do I chase? My my wife in November, her brother got killed in a drunk driving accident. Um, how do I how do I how do I explain this to you? For me, it was a, an opportunity. This was my calling to be there for someone in a moment that they just like, oh, what the hell happened? You know, mm-hmm. but how can how can I? nothing i could tell her in that moment is ever gonna make it all right you see what i'm saying it's time and i saw it with my own eyes i've seen her slowly and surely with time and it's only been i mean that was november and then three weeks ago i get a call i'm on money line and i get a text and they say hey pray for my brain maybe my boy shane's watching right now and and he i got this dude named renzo he just died in a car accident i got him an internship at the station dude so i've lost two people to drunk diving accidents in the last what four months you see what i'm saying so What do you do at this point? You just, it's not even meant to be sad because, again, I don't want to even, I didn't want this, you know, segment to go like this. But if somebody's out there dealing, and it's not even lost, it's just about feeling down, like feeling at the bottom. Because many people get on mics and on TV and, and they act like they're just some plastic figure or something, like nothing's wrong with them. I guarantee you when they get off that fucking mic, they're the same thing that we are. They got problems. And it's it's the day and age we live in now, man, that people need to talk about it all out loud. Just like, yeah, this is what the hell I'm dealing with. Cause then people are going to tag along too. And that's how I found my closure, man. My closure was doing things that he did right and doing things that he did wrong better. And those are the two things. If you do those things, right. I don't have time to think about what happened to him. I just yeah. don't have time to think about it. That's deep, man. That's deep. And you know, and, and I, uh, I have my second. And, and like you said, it's funny because when you do this and when you're talking to a microphone and you're upbeat and energetic like you and me are and a lot of people that do this, people tend to think, oh, he's always happy. He's always in a good mood. And I have tried to be a guy who comes onto this microphone and gives a level of honesty to people uh, that a lot of times people be like, oh, don't do that. But I think it's important. I think people need to know that 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 when we do this, we're still human beings and we still have emotions and we still get sad and we ha- we are filled with self-doubt and we are filled with uh, feelings. You know what I mean? And like uh, and so I, I, I told the story about how I would think I'm depressed and I think I need to go to see a therapist. And my wife was like, oh, my God, why are you telling people this? And I was like, because there's this stigma, especially with men, more so than men, than any, you know, than, than women. But men don't go to therapy. Men should be, you know, tough and strong. And it was like, I want I want guys out there that maybe follow me or listen to me. Maybe even if they don't come out and admit it, maybe can say, you know what? Maybe I should talk to somebody. Maybe that will help me process and deal with it. And that's why I tell my story. And I think that's why it's important for you to tell your story. Because like I said, there's a lot of people that deal with loss and tragedy in different ways. And to know that, oh. Uh, there's other guys that go through it, and he's, you know, he, he look how successful Jerry Bow is, and I can bounce back from this. I think it's just a hugely important story, man. So I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you, dude. I really am. Appreciate that, and that's to anybody out there listening. Whether it's not, doesn't even have to be lost, like in the form of, of, of 
of uh, someone, you know, death is it's loss of anything. If you're out yeah. there feeling a certain type of way, man, it's just, it's a time that you just gotta, don't get me wrong. Everyone gets down and that's just a part of the story, but it's about, it's like, man, after the fucking rain, it shines. I tell you, mm. I promise you, I've mm. seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. And if you just be good to people and you just do what be you're good. supposed to do, I promise you, it's going to add up. Eventually you might not get a scoreboard. Every time you do something good, it doesn't score three pointer for you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I promise you, I promise you guys, Help like people. I shouldn't be, be here right now. I yeah. shouldn't be here. I'm telling you guys, I've done some things in gambling. People know me, man. That's why people know, like, I haven't, I haven't never had a job after high school that more than probably six months. You know, I've at that time gambling was looked down upon, man. So uh -huh. everyone then was like, they went to school, they did their thing. They, a lot of the people I played soccer with, they got their scholarships. I was, you know, blowing big weed and trying to gamble, man, like an idiot. But now do I say was an idiot? No, just like they went and got their experience in whatever field they did. And now I got my experience. And the funny thing about it is they circle back around with their with their diplomas and shit. And now they want to gamble. And now it's like, all right, now we meet again. We'll respect, though. Right. <laughs> we'll respect. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, the, the the chat is all over the place. Uh, Flip wants us to move on. Flip is a guy that doesn't process emotions. You can tell he's like, all right, back to happy talk. It's like, okay, no, Flip. All right, Flip, throw it out. What you want? No, 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 no. He's like, let's bring up seven goals by little Jerry. But my point is, Flip, sometimes you have to be able to embrace these conversations. This is what this is. That's a, And I'm not attacking you, Flip, but I'm saying most of the time, this is what men do. Right, Jerry? This is what men do when when it gets down to real talk, when it gets down to raw emotions, you got emotional. I get emotional. I cry all the time. You know that like when it gets down to those raw emotions, oftentimes men go, ah, ah let's just talk about something else. Happy. And it's like, no, 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 no. Sometimes it's OK to just sit in it for a minute and embrace it and deal with it and process it we can well there will be moments before this show ends where we're going to be happy and make jokes but right now in this moment at 345 let's just sit in it for a second and acknowledge that it's okay to be sad that it's okay to feel it that it's okay to deal moments. with it it is moments you said it you said it the key word <laughs> moments yeah and it, like just like we're about to make a happy moment like barry and i y'all don't want us to start chopping oh, up God, i no. hear people saying man yeah because we're gonna chop it up chop it of up. course this in is, fact that's why i wanted to get on here man i, like, wanted, I know, wanted to i saved it i kind of brought it up right before i brought you on because i wanted to know this and i wanted to hold know. on save that save that i'm gonna open up a beer i got a beer right here hold I'm on gonna, i'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna open get, up one beer all right i'm gonna give me a shot right now everybody get your shot glasses out if you're drinking at home uh, if you're at work, get your flask out, you degenerate, alcoholic. Uh, Virginia Button, we said y'all got me tearing up and it's not a bad thing. Hey, man, look, man, life is life and you can deal with it or you can run from it. And you guys know on this show, I've never ran from it. So I, I and I appreciate so much you guys letting me deal with it. And you lose when you have these conversations, you lose a few guys that don't want to deal with it. And that's OK. And the message, I guess, wasn't for them. Sherry said I only had water. If you're drinking at work, uh, get your get your glass out. But Jerry, but I want to say, man, Jerry, thank you for doing this. Thank you for being here. My my uh, best wishes for you and the success of the show. You and Aaron are killing it. Keep doing it, man. Cheers to you. This is for you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Mm. Oh, that tequila. Oh God, I hate to turn this so camera. Much. On. Let me plug this camera on before it turns off on me. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, you bought that tequila. God, I am just not a tequila fan, but I'm trying to get rid of it. This is all I have left of this tequila. Ah, we love you, Donna. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'm going to go get some Cisco. <laughs> nice. Cheers, Alex. Thank you for being here, buddy. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, thank you, Celio. Celio said good shit. I want to send cheers and bits so bad. Hey, soon, buddy, soon. I, and you can still do it on YouTube. You can still send super chats for now. And I, but yeah, soon on on. Um, Right. Chris, uh, Jerry's drinking a beer. Uh, Jerry, what kind of uh, beer is that? Check this out. Southern Star Bombshell Blonde. Oh, Don't yeah, let me act beer. like I know what I'm talking about, though, because <laughs> not- me, I'm a, I'm a fan of the cannabis. So now all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, I had a, guy on, t- I had a guy on last week, my 420th episode, I had a cannabis expert on, and he was talking all about it. And he was like, man, Delta 8 is the shit. And I was like, really? He's like, yes, go get Delta 8 if you want to get high. I was like, but do you get high high? Because like I do dumb shit and think dumb things and do high people shit. He's like, yes, it's like literally like legal weed in Texas. I was like, I'm in. I haven't gotten it yet. Have you ever done Delta 8? I do, but I just, I like THC in my soup. You're like, I'm getting you know real I mean? shit. Some, yeah, because no, yeah, some people, for me, it's California here. It's Now it's different if, if, if you don't have access to it and all that. But, yeah. you know what I mean? To me, it's California here. And I'm just... There's two different types of smokers, though. You know, there's smokers that are just, that, that just you know, or there's functional smokers. And yeah, to I'm me, not it's a, a functional smoker. thing. You're, you're a functional yeah. smoker. You can get high oh, yeah. and take the SAT and get a 1300 and then go yeah. mow your lawn. And I, I get a high and I might shit my pants. So I just need to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to. Yeah, I don't do a lot when I get high. I'm just more of a stationary. They're like, yeah, but, you know, indica, indica couch and sativa makes you happy. I'm like, it all just makes me sleepy. OK, I just I get high. I and I fall asleep. That's what I do. So, uh, hey, okay, yeah, two that's things. Most oh, of us. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said that's most people. Yeah. Okay. So two things I wanted to talk to you about before we get out of here is three fifty. We're gonna we're gonna get bounce at three fifty five. First question. I brought it up right before I brought you on. Talked about the USFL draft. The Texans, uh, the Houston Gamblers. Excuse me. Have their quarterback. Are you gonna be wagering on the USFL? Dog. These boys think that Jeff Fisher in a three you know three yards in a cloud of dust is gonna get anybody's nipples hard. They got something coming to them, like. Like there's off brand and then there was off brand and this is off brand. You know, there's 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 those those ranch style beans. Those are good. And then you go down to the hill country country and then you're like, man, yeah, you're in the hill country section and you're looking around like, man, that's cool. These are a little bit. And then you look over and there's about three dented cans of God knows what. And and sometimes you're like, you know what? I'm going to find out. And you find out those pork and beans are more than pork and beans and that shit. You know, like literally, you know, everyone out there has been through that right there. You go to the bean, whatever it is, and you, there's that off brand. That's Ugh. what USFL, super off brand. Nothing that's going to get you hyped out. At least, at least the XFL's got the rock now, you know, behind it. Something, at least yeah. you figure money, there's money behind it. These A partnership guys, like, with the NFL. And just let's be serious. These big football leagues, they ran off of how good quarterback play is overall. And the XFL, they at least had a few cats. Walker ended up trying to get a shot. The lead didn't make it, but a few yeah. cats that had quarter. These guys, if, if Shea Patterson's out there as a star guy, as the number one pick, then we're all in trouble. Clayton Thorson is the is the Houston Gamblers number one pick at quarterback. I was like, his who mom the just fuck? saw his name. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, Clayton his mom just Thorson. saw the name. Yeah, his mom was like, and she looked, "What who the fuck is that guy?" She's like, "That, that shit looks real familiar." He's like, she's looking like, "Oh, my son, baby, I thought you were selling insurance." Like, no, mama, I'm a quarterback now. In the what? In the NFL? No, it's the USFL. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Is that Get a video game? Job. 
<laughs> right. You go get your ass a job. You go get your ass a job. Now, uh, what's the what's the weirdest thing you've ever gambled on, Jerry? Because I asked, you know, are you going to gamble USFL? You probably not, right? It doesn't move your needle. Uh, what's the strangest way, either strangest event you've ever gambled on or the craziest and strangest bet you've ever placed? Uh, all right, there's a, there's a good question. Two of them right here. Yeah, One of them, of them was that Fidel Castro would die on a on a Tuesday or Wednesday. What the fuck? That all was right. a bad... <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, you damn right it was. <laughs> Fidel so Castro. Um, but the boy started looking into the day, mo- most likely day of assassinations. I started looking back. I had a friend that was real no, deep you into did just not. bullshit. I had a friend that was deep into bullshit. And he started looking up in historical leaders the day of the week that you're like, do the people plot during the weekend? I'm like, bro, you think in 1896 boys were party worried about the three day weekend? Like, what are, what are we doing here? <laughs> you think somebody That's fucking hilarious? Like, You're looking at trends. Like, well, you know, so most people we, are we shot did, on a Tuesday. <laughs> what the like, fuck? So, but then one time, let me tell you the craziest outcome one time. So one time, I'm That's late hilarious. night for late night, the game's ended. So I'm I'm like, man, what is there to bet on? And then I see there's some horse tracks still open. So I'm like, mm, you know, let me do this. I even degenerate as hell. I go to TVG. I buy the, I get the free trial first. They're like seven day free trial. I'm like, TVG is the the horse racing channel. So I'm like, all right, cool. I go to the site. I'm like, man, I got to see what's going down. This straight degenerate stuff here. All right. So then I put it on and I just start betting just combinations of horse numbers. Just I put on the race and I see I'm looking and drinking. I look and I'm like, what the hell is that a? Is that a 1994 Lincoln Town Car on the on the track? What is going on? Well, this shit was a chariot race. So basically, it starts with an old ass. Who knows where this track was? And it was an old ass Lincoln Town Car, and it starts with a gate behind it. And this boy starts going around the track, and that's the starting line. Here come all the racers in their chariots. I'm like chariot racing. What the hell is this? And boom. <laughs> The Lincoln Town Car leaves the <laughs> leaves the track and they start a racing. Well, check this out. They start racing and it's just the most they basically stay in a single fine line. Every once in a while, they like it's like they put their blinker on, like, I'm coming. <laughs> he always hits the right lane and then goes ahead. Well, on this particular day, I caught magic, but some wouldn't say it was a tragedy. And uh. one chariot, one chariot wasn't turning. So the turn was this way, one chariot just kept going, and all the ones turned into him. And it was <laughs> disaster and in the bottom of that fucking disaster was my number six ticket and i'm like well what are the rules you know i'm looking around like anyone's around me like what are the rules here is there a, like, a money back a minute you're in your house by yourself now hold on like you know you're mad when you put your don't put your hands on your hips you put them on your ribs you're like now hold on a goddamn minute what is happening here that's hilarious like, you're like, what, what, but yeah, you catch yourself, man, just doing stupid things like that, and, oh and the degenerate life, dude. I, I look, I, I lost every. I should have, you know, I should have never left your group. <laughs> I lost. I haven't won a bet since I left. <laughs> dude, I had twelve. I had three regular bets and ten prop bets for the Super Bowl, and literally lost every <laughs> single one. <of them. laughs> 
I'm so, I'm so bad at this on my own. Oh my god! I, look, I thought I had some value in my main bet. I I didn't like the over forty eight and a half. I didn't feel good about it, but I did it right. <clears throat> didn't like it. Shouldn't have done it. I knew I should have pulled it back immediately, but I pulled the trigger on it. My Rams. I had Rams minus three and a half at at uh, minus one thirty five. And I thought I was pretty good there. And if the if if he doesn't if the fucking holder doesn't, I I hit yeah. that right. But yeah. That's get, and then I had Aaron Donald MVP at plus one thousand. I loved that value. Nope. Who's to say he didn't get it though? Did you see that rule that they call the MVP? I never knew that the votes have to be in before, before the, two the two minute, minute warning. warning. Yeah, I didn't know that he would have got it probably right. Okay. Well, let me ask you this question right now, all Barry. My prop and all bets the were ass. My prop bets. Let me ask ass. you this question. Uh huh. What happens? What would have happened if Burrow and the and company would have got the ball and and went down there and scored a touchdown? They were gonna, they were still gonna give it to Cup. Like how? What was at that point? You're right, right? Yeah. Like like what was gonna happen? I think you got to go until the final. I mean, because you just never know in those two minutes what's gonna happen, especially with all these quarterbacks. You know, with with Mahomes and Rodgers and guys like Brady and now Joe Burrow and. You got guys who can lead last set. I mean, dude, if you can get down in field goal range in 13 seconds, you cannot vote on an MVP until the fucking game is over. Just, and to your now, point, that should have been gone. 40 to 10. Okay. And yeah, and see, I love the plus 1,000. I thought that was great value. I was like, what? Yeah, I missed everything, Jerry. So moral of the story, kids, get in Jerry Bo's group. Jerry, how did they get into your group, by the way? Tell the folks before we bounce out of here. Hit me up at Jerry Bo Sports. You can go to jerrybosports.com. But just hit me up, man. For example, White Magic, last time at that streamathon, White Magic won yep. the one month free. White Magic is still in my group now. Put still. it that way. If still I wasn't broke, day. I'd be in the group. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, get in the goddamn group. If you're a if you're a degenerate or if you just need some assistance, maybe you want to start. That's the beautiful thing, Jerry, is you kind of walked me through how the process works. And Jerry's patient, man. If you guys don't understand it, he's gonna he'll talk to you. He'll he'll teach you how to do this at the same time. It's totally worth it. Get in the groups. Jerry, man, this was way too much fun, man. I don't know why I waited so long to get you back, but I'm glad I did. Congrats on the show. Odd takes. Congrats on the success, man. You guys keep killing it. I look forward to it. Thank you all for, you know, raiding me every day. And I appreciate you, man. I, I hope you guys uh, blow that thing up for real. I appreciate you for having me on. And let's get a crisscross going one day, man. Let's figure out this game plan and crisscross shows yes. somehow, some way, man. Because we, we a lot of the deckheads are our odd squad and, and back vice versa. So let's go ahead and get something going. Hey, keep supporting your crea content creating friends, please. It's hey, hard man. to do what. And and I just started, so don't let me act like I'm I'm yelling from the back while everyone, all the hard workers are on the phone. I'm like, bet you won't hit them. You know, it's always that guy. It's like, bet you won't hit them. Throw something in the tag box. Who said that? I'm like, no, nah, I just started here. Chariot. All right, homie. Hey, man. That's my dude, Jerry Bo. You guys go follow him. Jerry, I appreciate you, homie, man. Much love. Much love. Peace, y'all. Oh, uh, it's Jerry Bo. And that is another edition of Barry on Deck. What a fun uh, way to end the show that started off a little, a little scary. When you guys don't get here on time, it freaks me the fuck out, all right? I'll just be honest. Thank you to everybody that stuck around, man. Thank you to Jerry Bow and Aaron Rabel for the raid early on getting the show going. Thank you to Jerry Bow. Always a great interview. I love, love, love. And some of you guys may hate it and leave and never come back. 
But I love that we can go on that roller coaster ride of emotions. Right? We started off crazy fun and then we got into real life and then we end the crazy fun. The beautiful thing about this show and doing what we do. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you to my guest, Jerry Bow. Thank you for everybody being here. I will see you guys tomorrow. What is Thursday? I got, what are we doing? I don't know what's going on on a Thursday. I have no idea. I don't know. Are the Rockets play tonight? I have no idea. I have no idea what's on TV. I just hope you guys have a great night. Jerry Bow, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much. Aaron Raybill, thank you for what you do as well. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Follow, like, subscribe, all those things. I will see y'all tomorrow. Do me three favors. Right here. Until then. Oh, it's three-hour Thursday. Thank you, Cherry. So much fun. Third hour. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other.